If you are an irrigation professional, old or new, who designs, installs, or maintains high-end residential, commercial, or municipal properties, and you want to use technology to improve your business, to get a leg up on your competition, even if you're an old-school irrigator from the days of hydraulic systems, this show is for you. Welcome back to the Sprinkler Nerd Show. My friends, happy Friday. This is Andy Humphrey, your host. And today is going to be a little bit of an impromptu episode that I thought I would record this morning because it's going to also act as a mental note for myself and for maybe for all of us on a topic I want to, number one, learn more about, and number two, start talking about because I think that as it relates to water reduction, water conservation, using less water, all of these things that we sort of hear in our industry right now, smart irrigation, smart controller, smart this, smart that, that there are many ways to use less water. And I started thinking about this shortly after uh, recording the, I guess the last podcast on the Scaling Up uh, show. And I started thinking about what I was, what I had mentioned, which was you know, instead of limiting somebody's watering to only on, you know, odd days or even days or once a week or twice a week, you know, I really think there might be something with, you know, allocating water, you know, giving, giving a property owner X amount of water and then either, either that's it or let the price really jump up so we can say, all right, cool. I have X number of gallons for this square footage or this acreage of landscaping how can I best utilize this amount of water and still obtain my uh, plant objectives, whatever those might be, because every site has a different sort of aesthetic objective and plant objective for what they want to attain. And what's, what's interesting about this is that you could simply remove, if, if you want to save water, what would be the easiest thing to do? Remove the landscape. Right? That, that seems too simple, but yet, in fact, if there was no landscaping, we would need no water. So if that was the extreme version, that's on one extreme. Remove the landscape, use no water. On the, on the other extreme, if we were going to use the most amount of water possible, or if we had a landscape that required the most amount of water, that would probably be 100% coverage of turf grass, just that, that comes to mind as a very high water use plant material. So, so somewhere in between, there's a happy medium. Somewhere in between, there's the right solution to utilizing water on the site appropriately, appropriately based on the number of gallons or the allocation that could be utilized. And a couple days ago, I was, uh, I was contacted by a, a listener of the show. His name's Bob. I'll keep uh, his last name confidential, but I want to thank you, Bob, for setting up a, a call with me and sharing some ideas that you had for me on the show, which also inspired today's episode. You know, Bob was happy that I was talking about, you know, ways to optimize your system, smart irrigation, soil moisture sensors, all these things that we talk about here. Yet he said, you know, Andy, I think you might want to talk about plant material. And from his own experience, he replaced his entire turf grass with some new varieties of grass. And if I'm not mistaken, he had some tall fescues and he replaced the lawn with SPF 
30, some bluegrass, shamrock, lunar, midnight, some different varieties that were better water, had a better water use efficiency. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Were better water use efficient uh, varieties. And by doing that, from his observation, he used, you know, almost half the amount of water to obtain the let's say the same amount of green and the same turf quality. And again, I'm no expert here. I want to, I actually want to learn more about this. And I, I thought that was really interesting because it's something that we, we all sort of know different plants require different amounts of water. Yet sometimes what we want to do is solve it through irrigation. We want to solve it through better coverage, better distribution, um, you know, maximizing infiltration rates, mirroring ET curves, using rain sensors, using soil moisture sensors. And those are all awesome tools. However, there might be other options. Matter of fact, there's always another option. There's multiple ways that you can really almost solve any problem that's out there. So if, let's say, for instance, you have a client that has a pretty decent irrigation system, they're already optimizing it with good use of technology, good coverage, you know, appropriate pressure, those sorts of things. The next option that you might consider talking to them about would be changing their plant material. So if this was a retrofit project, you might consider talking to them about, and again, this would depend on how big the project is, but are there any areas of turf grass that we could switch to um, shrubs or a, or a very low water use plant material? Or are there areas of turf grass where maybe we can substitute it for a different variety of turf grass that would use less water that's maybe more heat uh, and heat stress tolerant, uh, maybe even better disease resistant and those sorts of things so that the, the plants actually play such a big role in what we do here as irrigators that it's just something that I think we need to bring into the conversation more. And you know, it's, it's sometimes is harder on a retrofit to consider this. And so I think maybe what we should do is start talking about it more upfront with the landscape design, landscape architects looking at, and I guess I question this as well, do landscape architects put a water budget together before and during the design process? Are they looking at their plant material and then saying, all right, how much water does this plant palette require on this site? And I don't know the answer to this. And if you're a landscape architect and you're listening, let me know. I think it would be an amazing conversation to maybe look at three different landscape designs and then three, and then what, what are the water budgets that would be required for those three landscapes? And that would be an, an interesting conversation to have with the owner of a property, looking at the let's call it the energy efficiency of that landscape. And I don't know if that's a term that we've really used often, but I think in buildings, buildings are designed with energy efficiency in mind. Yet, I don't, I don't know how often landscapes and plant palettes are designed for energy efficiency. So this might actually be, as I'm sort of just riffing here and talking out loud, this might be an interesting way to differentiate yourself if you are a landscape architect or you are an irrigation consultant or a designer is to add this to the conversation. Let's work with some landscape architects and help them understand how much water their plant material is going to use. And are there alternative options that can have the same performance and objectives of the landscape yet use less water? Because if we all put in 
the most perfect irrigation system with the perfect technology, there are still other ways to reduce the water usage on the site. So I just wanted to sort of plant that seed. I would love to learn more about it. If anyone knows a turf grass specialist that understands the water use efficiencies of the different varieties and the heat stress, I would, I would love to talk to them on the show and learn more about this. And primarily just so we can all become better educated on plant water use efficiency and how much water different types of plants require and how we can all be out there being good stewards, not just for what we do with irrigation, but for the landscape overall. So I think, you know, that's about it guys here with a a short 10 minute episode. Thank you, Bob, for scheduling a call with me. I would encourage anybody who would like to schedule a call with me to visit sprinklernerd.com, reach out and uh, we can connect on the phone or on Zoom. I'd love to hear any ideas that you have for the show, any ideas that you have for technology and how we can continue to raise the bar, educate ourselves, and move the industry forward. And uh, yeah, I think that is going to wrap up this episode. Happy Friday. Hope you guys all have an amazing weekend. Thank you for listening to my, uh, my brain share this morning. And uh, really look forward to talking more about this, learning more about this, and becoming better stewards of water in the future. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend, guys. Talk to you later. Happy sprinkling.